I've never had to admit you into the room before. That was strange. Yay! I am so excited to be here. Well, I've got big news for you. Are you sitting down? No. I am setting things up, but I'll be down in one sec. All right. Let's see. I get to turn off the AC so there's no hum. I'm going to sit in my trusty chair. Yes, yeah, because the audiophiles love this show. Can't have a hum. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what is it? We are number one on iTunes. All right. All I right. went to iTunes and there is a one next to our show. So oh. I, I, I assume that means. Yes. How have you been? Well, You're still traveling, right? Yeah, I am going to be for a little bit more. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a guy who kind of summers now. So there you go. Nice. You're a you're, you're regular snowbird at this point. Yes, exactly. I'm I, I, the kind of guy who podcasts laying down. So there you go. That seems tacky. I'm not going to do that. I don't mind. Our audience doesn't mind either. It might be a little too intimate. Staring at you while I hit my head on a pillow might be just too much. I, I, I can handle the temptation. Okay. No, this, this corner is better. How are you? How are I'm you good. Doing? You know, it, instead of 100 degrees, it's 92 degrees. And my body says, yeah, I can handle that. Yeah. And so yeah. I, guess, I guess I'm acclimated. It's, uh, yeah, it's still very pleasant up here. So I'm enjoying it. You know, there was actually a cool breeze this morning when I went into work. It was like Jim Inhofe had thrown a snowball in my face or something. Very refreshing. Oh, oh. well, his, uh, his appointee, let's don't get into Oklahoma politics. No. Do I'm sorry. You know, on, on, on that on that note, we, we kind of got a look behind the scenes this week. We'd always kind of known, but uh, it was interesting to see that, that Josh established early on that this show would, would take it really, really easy on the Trump material. Yeah. Um, which, you know, you can see in retrospect now. It's like, yeah, they never really did all that much about it. And I think that was a lot of the appeal. Uh, yeah, it was a nice years. break. And it, it wasn't could... a total break because you, because you could feel anxiety, of course, and, and dread, but they didn't belabor it. You know, it, it, it's like, you know, I, I, I'd have a, a hard day and I'd go home and I'd turn on Colbert and it was just, let's talk about the president for another hour. Yeah. Yuck, yuck, yuck. And I don't know. I, it, it, it was nice uh, to, to be able to listen to Josh and Andy and not, as you said, not belabor it. Yeah. yeah so it was I, I, I guess we'll, we'll have a no Mark Wayne rule on, on not spiral, I suppose. Yeah. If, uh, if it's someone from Oklahoma and the syllable Wayne is in it, 
Let's don't talk about it. Can we talk about the Wayne Payne exit? Everybody Wayne Payne tonight. That's what Everybody I call it. I, I, and of course, you know, as my wife says, I'm an ideator. I have lots of ideas I never follow through on, and I have no shame in that. But I was going to go as the Wayne Payne sign for Halloween one year. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> yeah. So, so now everybody's going to steal that idea. So. Well, you and your wife, a couple should be one is the top half. Uh, or, you know, uh, or divide it in the middle. Join yeah. up. Oh, okay. Yeah. So someone is that would waiting. be cute. It would be, it would be very cute. You know, uh, Heath Huffman, um, host of the Praise Down, and I, it, it was his idea, but we have talked about actually following through. He says a lot of names or a lot of um, signs for off-ramps in Oklahoma sound like jazz musicians, like Goldsby, Washington, and, <laughs> and Eric Sayre. So we were going to go and drive by and describe the different jazz techniques of all these and, and pretend that you know the Oklahoma Department of Tourism was saluting all the great jazz musicians by putting up green signs for them and, and then there's Lancer, Liberator, Marauder I hardly know her <laughs> yeah some, some work some don't but uh, the ones that do are really they're on the nose and it, it it just seems like there's more names in like of towns in Oklahoma that are first names or could be first names yeah especially on off the interstates then you know like if you go up east coast or in the east it's they all end with Berg or Ville so Oklahoma was set up to really do this so we might we might still do it I especially like the town of Retrop because there was already a Porter, Oklahoma. So they just oh, yeah. made Porter backwards. Just naming your town out of just sheer pettiness. It's yeah. Well, our friend Brad Chad Porter, once we were texting uh, during the tornado night in Oklahoma. So as one, one does. The, you know, as one does in Retrop. And I said Retrop. And it's like, oh, it's Porter spelled backwards. And I said, I'm going to call you Darb, you know, Brad's backwards <laughs> instead. And he's still in my phone as Darb. Yeah. And I forgot it was Retrop. <laughs> it's been so long. Oh, gosh. Well, uh, a- oh, go, go on. I'm going to look at my notes. I, I took like two notes. I was on the Chicago elevated train uh-huh. when I listened to most of it. You know, it, it seemed like this this episode, Andy was particularly uh, disjointed. Yes, uh, I would... seem, seemed more distracted than usual. That's kind of saying something. Yes, but, you know, he's talking about Mark Twain, and, and then he says, "and and I've always liked Mark Knopfler." Oh yeah, <laughs> and, and Josh says, "Where did Mark Knopfler come from?" He made it sound like it was the most logical conclusion. It was just, just kind of odd. That was hysterical. That was a highlight. Um, what else was I going to say? Um, 
yeah it was it was your your classic thought spiral where um where uh, josh tried to kind of keep it grounded and kind of uh hectored andy when he was going too far away and uh yeah that was a, it was a, a classic thought spiral uh, at the same time he was exceptionally patient at some points uh like like yeah two days in a row and he said oh we're we're unveiling a rose garden at the faker house for my mother you know josh isn't gonna make fun of andy's dead mother yeah <laughs> so he's like yeah you mentioned that yesterday yeah and also that andy thought it was monday when they were recording on wednesday on wednesday <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wonder about his day-to-day life sometimes. I know. I know. <laughs> but he's walking. And that he's makes walking. him impervious to disease as we learned this week. Yeah. And uh, t- talking about that, he mentioned that he went on his walk with Gary Goldman. And since you're not on Twitter, I uh, I tweeted That's at him. That's my personality trait. I tweeted at uh, Gary Goldman and Andy. It's like, I hope you recorded that walk and talk and you can release it for posterity. You're, you're going and to have to tell me who Gary Goldman is. Gary Goldman is a comedian. Um, he's known a lot for his long form bits. And then um, he he started like he was on Dane Cook's Tourgasm. He uh-huh. toured with him. But he is an excellent comedian. And then a couple of years ago, he uh, came out with a special that was on HBO called The Great Depression. And it was about his uh, severe depression and how he has dealt with it. And uh, it's really good. Um, he's, he's most known for his uh, postal abbreviations bit. I don't know if you've ever seen it. it, it you, you'll look, look him up. He's, okay. he's one of the best. Mm. He's really funny and he's, yeah, he's, he's got his own thing going on and he loves the English language, but uh, yeah, so they went on, but Andy uh, tweeted back pictures uh, of Gary and himself on the walk. So that was very nice of the man. So that's sweet. Yeah. And yeah, I I just had to mention that when we were talking about that. And then, uh, Let's see. I'm, I'm, I'm going to look at your chat to kind of go over the things. Um, the nicotine sucky pen. Now, when Josh had mentioned vapes before, I always just assumed he was talking about marijuana. Right. I did not know he was a, a vape guy. And uh, I might not listen anymore. That was gross. <laughs> no. But... <laughs> Well, you, you you kept listening when he uh, was trying to get his his uh, stepson into NFTs. So, oh yeah, yeah. So if you could uh, get through that, you can handle the baby. Yeah, you know we we're, we're all spokes on the same wheel, I guess. So, yes. you know that that but that surprised me. And but I did like his talk about the nicotine sucky pen, and then just how he got into smoking and how. He thought it made him look older and how he would pointedly pose with cigarettes. <laughs> with it, was, it was a good, honest self-reflection. Yeah. 
and you know he wasn't really down on himself either but he's like yeah wow 18 year olds are gonna 18 year old i guess yeah yeah um i was really intrigued by by josh's statement that he and his wife have completely different social media universes because that's pretty much the case in, in my marriage as well yeah it's pretty close for me. Uh, my wife quit Facebook, which I would have, but you know, one of us has to stay on to be the admin for our business. Mm-hmm. So it fell to me, uh, and, and she's quit Twitter, um, Instagram. Yeah, she's pretty much off social media. She goes on sometimes, like Instagram, but not. But yeah, we follow each other and stuff, and. And she will tell me what she's done, and I will tell her what I've done. It's not, yeah, it's not like a taboo subject. So this is this is really uh, my wife's time to shine on Facebook, um, because yeah, as she was an employee of the church for a very very long time, and there are certain restrictions to what you can oh. and can't say. Um, yeah and once they let her go it's it's it has it, it really allowed her to express herself and well, so good. it it has it, it's been i she she, she is the, the the rare person where facebook has been a very healthy thing yeah and it can be and and i'm glad she's getting enjoyment from it um yeah that's yeah. good yeah. um I, uh, Stephen Elton Yates brought up both Laugh-In and the Smothers Brothers, which I yes. both, uh, which both of those I have pretty strong feelings about. Uh, before I get into it, do you have any, any takes on that? Uh, you know, I've never watched Laugh-In. Laugh-In was just, I, and I've never seen reruns really. There was a new laugh-in for a short while, right? Oh, in the late 70s, early 80s. Really? So I think, and I might have seen that. Um, you know, I laugh-in, it was just so of its time. Um, I did read a biography of the Smothers Brothers, and it was mainly about the show. Yeah. So I, I appreciate it. But, um, and then, um, yeah, so I, I don't have much opinions about them, even though I, 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 I do know of them. Well, yeah, the, the consensus is right. Laugh-In isn't, isn't worth a second look, although Goldie Hawn was a, a, a star among, uh, among slobs on that show. She just owned the camera. Um, yeah. But Joanne Worley's on there, and she rules. Yeah. Love Joanne Worley, but... Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> As for Smothers Brothers, that was a, a point of contention in our house um, that uh, my mother found them a little too risque. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, my dad was such a folky. Oh. Um, that, uh, that you know, he had only kind things to say about the Smothers Brothers. And I, I remember them... Uh, Second hand, I remember stories of my dad would be in San Francisco on business 
in like 59 and 60. And he's going to see the Everly brothers. And my mother is changing three diapers at the same time kind of situation. So I, I, I think that the, the folk scene didn't hold the same mystique for her that it did. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing about Rowan and Martin, um, I remember listening to an interview uh, Alec Baldwin did on his show, the, Here's the Thing, with Lorne Michaels. And Lorne Michaels was talking about, he worked on, he wrote on Latin, or he worked on it for a short while. Really? And he was, yeah, that was when he came down with his partner from Canada. And he was talking about how they, you know, Rowan and Martin would just come out and read the cue cards. And Alec Baldwin said, oh, Rowan and Martin, some of the most notorious cue card readers in Hollywood. Like, <laughs> what? like it, it was, it's a subject around many dinner tables. Who are the notorious cue card readers? Uh, that was a spot on Alec Baldwin, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I have to say about that. I think, yeah. So I think a segment we should do in Not Spiral is choose a question and answer it. Like we're answering it. Oh. You know, I think we did it last week for something. And, you know, the one about the bits that don't work. Okay. I think that's a good thing. And like maybe you choose one and I'll choose one. I, and we'll start next week because I didn't. Well, I, I've got one ready right now. What kind of dryer okay. sheets do you use? Wait, what is it? Pickles oh, asks what kind of driver sheets use. And we are <laughs> snuggle or die. Oh, you're snuggle. We, we are don't snuggle do. people. We are sheetless. Um, we used to do Mrs. Myers, um, especially when we sold it. So mm-hmm. we could get it, you know, wholesale or whatever. But no, no, I'm not a, I don't, I don't mess with that jazz. Fair enough. I do put a red rubber ball in there, though. So that's. <laughs> I I was very confused when Andy said that the static cling was so terrible in Florida. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't know what happened to him there. But <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. I bet it really happened to him, though. I bet that somehow happened. Whoa! whoa. One more Smothers Brothers. I was always intrigued by Pat Paulson. Because I'd hear Pat Paulson on uh, Dr. Demento or something. So yeah. when when I first got uh, Spotify, one day I pulled up Pat Paulson. Pat Paulson put out a political record in like 98. Ooh. And it was the worst thing I've heard in my life. It was just a bunch of Lewinsky jokes. And they were the kind of Lewinsky jokes that, um, that Argus Hamilton would have rejected. Oh, it was just a really, really terrible record. So Pat Paulson uh, did not age well. Yeah, that's, yeah, I have never (laughs) liked his material. I mean, the biggest compliment I'll give him is that he ran for president several times. Yeah, got to give him credit for that. Which is like, you know, when we're talking about bits that didn't work that we are convinced <laughs> will, 
<laughs> There's one right there. <laughs> wasn't, you know, it was mildly funny the first time. And then, it, you know, I, I, I seem to remember, I seem to remember him being on the ballot in 92. I remember seeing the name. I was like, oh, look at that. Yeah. yeah. Just above Paul Songus or something. We were a Songus household. So that's a touchy subject. Sorry, man. That's all right. Speaking of things not aging well, there was some discussion about kids in the hall. Uh huh. And uh, Josh thought that it ran a little thin. I got two episodes through that. And then I turned to my wife and said, You know what? I don't think I ever really liked kids in the hall. Uh, Why would I start now? I, I had a different reaction. I thought, uh, that first one uh, was hilarious. That first and uh, the first show that like Andy it, did. It, it was it was a clever format. Yeah, that that and that finally breaking even. Yeah, yeah. And I I really respect how kind of fearless they are and just that they are. Yeah, as Josh says, they are laughing about how old they are. <laughs> you know, they just make no bones about it and uh, and. Uh, yeah, just how dark they get. <laughs> but yeah, it is one I, I didn't complete. I, I stopped after episode two or three. Yeah. So I, but um, yeah, they were never my favorite sketch comedy. They weren't Mr. Show. They weren't um, Mr. Show, right. But, um, but yeah, yeah, that I think I, I give them kudos for, for pulling this together and not, not being a retread and not being something you can't look at, you know, without cringing. They, they, they created their kind of a new thing. And I thought uh, their nudity was very brave <laughs> and very funny. God. <laughs> so, all right. I'll uh, give them that. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I think one thing that might've influenced them this time that, uh, was I think you should leave? Is that the name of it? Yeah. I think you know, which is the conceit of I think you should leave is you know someone digs in on a bad idea and then just carries it to you know a, a horrible end. You know where most people would bail out, and I think they might have been too influenced by that. Like some mm-hmm. sketches, you know, could be cut in half. And have a little more punch. Well, you know, like Andy said, and this was exceedingly coherent at the end when he said that sketch shows are a hard format. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's hard to get into. You know, I tried, you know, it's astronomy club and, and even the, the new with Bob and David. I'm like, that. I, I, I'm glad this is out here. This is not yeah. something I can get, in, get into. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, for, when I had my talk show, I would do a sketch each time. And, you know, this was done on zero budget and I had dreams. So, <laughs> but even doing one, you know, one at a time, you know, there, it would still be hit or miss, you know, if, it, if there was any staying power. Even though the sketch I wrote that Brad Chad came on and did, which was who's on first, but it was set in a Christian haunted house. It was one of the rooms in a Christian haunted house. It's revealed that turned out really good. Mm. We uh, 
we performed it in New Mexico and Arizona even. So, so yeah, sketch show, they're not, there's, they're never what I'd look for, for sure. Well, you, you know me, all, all, all I watch are very, very relaxing travel shows. Oh, uh, yeah. Like <laughs> a, a, a drone over Nova Scotia for 30 minutes. Perfect. That's all I want to watch. Uh, and there are thousands of shows. Like yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I am, I, I have years of entertainment ahead of me, and I don't have to work on it. Good. Okay, I see what you have next. We've already talked about the Rose Garden. <laughs> yeah. So do you want to uh, set this up? Do you want to say what happened? Josh's mother-in-law yes who recently passed away uh, this is for people who haven't uh listened to to past show 263 um had a mastectomy uh, several years ago from what i could tell yeah and, and their doctor was going through the the uh the details of it and the end said and you know when we're done we can look at reconstruction at which point she laughed at him, an Irish woman, and said, "What did she say? I'm I'm seventy or I'm seventy five. I'm seventy five. I don't need any of that." <laughs> and I don't know what is rattling around in Andy's brain. <laughs> but when Josh told that, Andy thought that he was talking about a vaginal reconstruction. <laughs> at which point Josh just beside himself I just said breast cancer and mastectomy <laughs> it was yeah it was an epic moment and we'll put that I, in the epic moments list I, I keep thinking of how we could turn that into a listener question, yeah, <laughs> uh, because that's up there with 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 forgetting who Zuzu from It's a Wonderful Life, oh is yeah, and forgetting what a MacGuffin is. Um, I, it, you know, at some point, this is going to turn into uh, an unfortunate case of let's laugh at the Alzheimer's patient. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think we're quite there yet, but yeah. it was. It was very, very funny to see to see Andy get a vagina and a breast mixed up. It was, yeah, it was unreal. And see, that's why, you know, this is a better format than sketch shows, because to do that in a sketch show, it would not be natural. It would be contrived. Right. And uh, boy, this was just pure weirdness. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the only thing I wrote in, in the chat, wow, two things I gave, but was um, Andy used a couple of times the noun coherency. Do you I use the notice. word coherency or coherence? Or I, coherence? Can't. Mm, I can't think of the last time I used either. Well, um, I always think of it as coherence. And so I looked it up. Um, because I was like, is it a word? And it is, and it's not obscure or anything. 
And then, so I looked up the difference between coherence and coherency. And so they say coherence is the quality of cohering, of being coherent, internal consistency, while coherency is the state of being coherent, a coherent relationship. And what? I don't, I don't understand what that difference is. I don't know what that means. I, that, that, that's like <laughs> defining recursive as recursive. Uh, yeah, it that's... made it made no, it no, made no they, sense. To me. They need to send that one back to 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 to, to Emmanuel Lewis. And get a new definition on that <laughs> one. That's <laughs> no. So I. So when when he said coherency, did it, did it just send a red flag up in your mind? Or yes. What? Yeah. Um, I'm that kind of weirdo who mm. would do that. And so I, yeah. So um, while listening, I, I looked it up. But um, also, yeah, you uh, mentioned in the chat uh, technical difficulties, which this show had. It did. They they we we heard a, a loud crash and then then they went uh, to Zoom, which I I guess they've been using a slightly more professional piece of software. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But, but um, once they were on Zoom, you know, like I can talk. I'm not even using a mic here. Um, yeah, it, it it was fuzzy. It was like the old days. It was kind of nice. Um. I was listening on some new Bluetooth earphones and um, that I got specifically so I could listen to the, these podcasts on my mm. trip. But uh, yeah, there was like some buzzes and stuff and I thought it was my earphones, but uh -huh. so I'm, sure that, I'm sure that drove Josh just nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure editing was not fun. Probably the, the maddest I ever made, Josh. Uh, he talked about how uh, there was a squeaky door in uh, in his documentary. Um, Who do you want me to be? And yeah. that he fixed it, and then apparently sent the unedited version out, and uh, it almost got published with this door squeaking at like one minute twenty at one hour, 20 minutes, something that no one else would have noticed that drove him nuts. And so about three weeks later, I, I tweeted him. I said, really, I really enjoyed who do you want me to be? I especially liked the squeaky door. Oh no. <laughs> he did not take that well. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> but on the, just by the way, that is a great documentary. You know, I bought it, but haven't seen it. So it is. It's of a of a a weird subject. A very <laughs> unfortunately, you have to listen to his music a lot, and uh -huh. he he was in some bad bands and stuff. But his life is fascinating, and just how he has made it through, and just yeah, and. He just has all these famous friends who come in. Gabriel and, and Byrne. Somehow he ended up playing Live Aid. Is that right? Yeah. How yeah, did for, that happen? He was a last second replacement for uh, Robert Palmer in, in uh, Power Station. But uh, <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's really well done. It's a well edited uh, doc. 
I recommend it for everybody. My wife loved it. In fact, recommended it to our friend because uh, our friend is a big Duran Duran fan and one of those guys is in it. So, um, well, who, whoever stole the copy off of my porch, I hope they enjoyed it. Ooh, no, really? Yeah. Speaking of, you know, we just, we just moved. We were in a rental house while we were reconstructing the house. So we, we're, we're, we're back in our regular house. Our landlord calls me last week and says, Hey, there's some packages here that arrived for you last week. Um, what do you want to do? I said, well, just put them out on the porch. I'll pick them up tomorrow. So he puts them out on the porch at nine in the morning. I picked them up 4 p.m. You know, this is a hundred degree day. These two packages that came a week ago were meal kits. Oh no. So it was just rancid pork. Could smell it through the box. It's like it didn't occur to him. Just throw this away. Yeah. Ugh. Well, I'm glad you're out of there. Oh, and Dan, you had a question this time on not, on Thought Spiral. I did. It did not go well. I made a, 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 a half-hearted Randy Newman joke about the, the current miniseries, The Offer, which is about the, the making oh, yeah. of the Godfather, um, which even though I don't like The Godfather, I've really enjoyed, I've really enjoyed this series. And even though I can't stand Miles Teller, I've really enjoyed the series. So I, even though the subject and the actor are repulsive to me, it, it's been a good show. And hey, say, say you don't like The uh, Godfather again. I don't like The Godfather. Personality trait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to be honest, the reason I don't <laughs> like The Godfather is because I watched it on my laptop in a water treatment plant parking lot at two in the morning while I was waiting for a contractor to show up. Oh, that's, yeah, that's not the ideal. See, and, and, I saw it at the Chinese theater in Hollywood. Well, Hollywood and, facts and we're going downtown. And, uh, and in it, they have, uh, when uh, Robert Duvall goes to LA, they show the Chinese theater, and so everyone applauded in the crowd. It was it was nice, and yeah. So I had a better experience, but I've seen it twenty times. I'm sure. Mm. I it. may give it. I may give it another chance after this. And the uh, the um, the assistant from Oklahoma uh, is very very well played. The the lady who became. Um, like Tom Selleck's agent. Oh, okay. Uh, so she's a real compelling character in this. So, and what yeah. what's it on? It is on Paramount. Appropriately enough. Damn it. That's and, one I don't have. But um, your uh, your joke was good. Was it really? stinky? Stinky Italians or what? High ass Italians, which yeah, is which, which is from. Uh, the Randy Newman song, A Few Words in Defense of Our Country. And neither of them picked up on that. And yeah. they were and in, they were in no like, mood to indulge me. Well, song. and Andy was lost. He had no idea what was... He had no idea what the offer was. He had <laughs> confused him. I, I, it, I, I, I kind of asked the question on spec. 
thinking that it might come up in conversation just because it yeah. seemed like the kind of thing Josh would hate watch as a director. Yeah. Josh, Josh is the most qualified praise giving guy, you know, I mean, the only thing well, I've ever heard him wholeheartedly endorse is red dog. <laughs> the documentary. I took a picture in front of red dog for him. Uh, and yeah, that's my, the only my, thing I've ever heard him. Well, and maybe Elvis Costello. So yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay, before questions, I'm going to try a new form, uh, a new segment of the show. Okay, this is called Stump Wampus. All right, bring it on. We're going to put two minutes on the clock. Okay, and in two minutes, I want you to list. Of as many as you can of the 24 one word best picture winners. You ready? Uh, yeah. Two minutes on the clock and go. Uh, Gandhi, Crash, Patton. <laughs> I love the pressure is too crazy. Um, uh, oh, shoot. Uh, Parasite, um, Moonlight. Uh, geez, what else was there? <laughs> I'm trying to scan through. Uh, Marty was a good one. Um, uh, Gigi. Yep. Uh, oh, shoot, Oliver. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is horrible. I can't. Um, um, cavalcade. Uh -huh. Okay, um, yes. <laughs> I'm just going to stop on Cavalcade since <laughs> okay. I came up with that. All right. You want to know what you skipped? Yeah, let's hear it. Wings, Cimarron, Rebecca, Casablanca, Hamlet, Ben-Hur, which is hyphenated. I have issues with that. Yeah. Uh, Patton, Rocky, Amadeus. I said Patton, yes. Okay, fine. Platoon, Unforgiven, Braveheart, Titanic, Gladiator, Chicago, Argo, Spotlight, Nomad Land and Coda. And that has been Stump Wampus. Yeah, you stumped me. And I, I haven't seen only two of those. I haven't seen uh, Nomad Lad, Land, and what was the last one? Uh, Coda. Yeah, I haven't seen Coda. Yeah. I should have, yeah, Casablanca. Give me a break. I mean, all of them. Yeah. I, I figured this would be a good way to beat yourself up. All right. Questions. Do you have questions on your end? I didn't. I forgot. Remind me next time. Okay. Uh, Steve asks, where can I hear the previous questions? Well, Steve, you can hear those on previous episodes of Not Spiral. I think we've been through this before. All right. Holly asks, when and where did you see Star Wars? Uh, I saw it when I was seven at the Satellite Twin. And then I proceeded to watch it 13 times that summer in ensuing year. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, I was four and I only have the vaguest memories of it. Um, really until, uh, until we got HBO in about 82, I didn't have much of an appreciation of Star Wars. We did have the LP. <laughs> The story of Star Wars, 
which was well, that's even better. So yeah, that was done. And then then there was the NPR radio drama Star Wars. Yeah. Dad was into, so I don't remember watching Star Wars other than remembering that I did. But I very clearly remember seeing Empire. Um, so I would have been seven then, and I remember, you know, being very surprised. And I remember it being the first time I watched a movie and went, "Wait, things are unresolved here. Are they allowed to do that?" <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that as a seven-year-old. I wasn't Charles Wallace or anything. Um, <laughs> and then I remember my sister Karen having developing a lot of fan theories about where it was going to go from there. Oh, awesome! And, and how um, there would be a lot of uh, romantic tension between Han and Luke and Leia. And oh, the next one, <laughs> like yeah, nothing. Good, good try, Karen. So yeah, I I, I I was ten, and all my fan theories were there'll be pew 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 and pew, yeah yeah that was all I wanted for Return of the Jedi. I remember being very confused by the cave scene in Empire, which you know that's that's a little abstract for a seven year old. Yeah, um, so I I wasn't sure what was going on there. Okay. Okay. Good That's question, it. Holly. Good question, Holly. If yeah. you have questions, you can uh, open your window and shout them, and we'll probably hear them, and we will post our yeah. answers next time. And uh, what else you got? Um, next week I'll be in Canada, so that's going to be exciting. And um, thanks. <laughs> To no one, and oh, and then also 